Thank you for being a part of another edition of Kez Recruiting Roundup, brought to you by IlliniGuys.com. My guest this episode is an outstanding football player, Declan Dooley, who is staying six foot two, two hundred pounds, from El Paso, Illinois. Uh, Cole's recruiting service ranks Dooley as a four star, possibly a five star recruit, and he is ranked as the nation's twelfth best punter. Declan, thank you for joining us this evening. Of course, no problem at all. I love. I'm glad to be here. Well, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. I have tons of questions and some good feedback for you. Tell me, what did it feel like when Illinois finally offered you? I knew you you and I had talked previously, and there was some hope that they would offer. I know you said you had one from Troy, and know some other schools interested in you, but what did that feel like, and what did that mean to you when Illinois eventually offered you? It felt it felt amazing, really, um, to be able to say that I was I not only just committed, but got an offer from uh, the school that I would be able to represent my home state um, was unlike any other. Um, I uh, I walked out on that field, and I uh, I had felt like even some of my teachers were at that game, and um, I walked out on the field during warmups, hearing my name from the, from the stands. I just, I knew I was home. Oh wow! I bet you had goosebumps, and that had to be a great feeling. You know, just to be out on the field and to, you know, to be able to represent your home state university, which is tough because a lot of kids to, in today's world, they don't feel that way. I, I, on my last podcast, I had a, a, a person on and I don't think they felt that way. But like talking to you earlier and, you know, you kind of get that vibe where it means a lot to you to represent your home state university. Did you grow up an Illinois fan or, or are your parents Illinois fans? So funny enough, uh, my family bleeds green. So we, uh, uh, my uh, great uncle went to Michigan State and was a professor there for a very long time. And my family has just been uh, diehard Michigan State fans for a very long time. Uh, so as much as they weren't necessarily too excited uh, to, for me to commit to another Big Ten school, they were still they were still very supportive. Uh, especially since those those same people, they I mean they even they still went to to U of I. Um, my great uncle, even though he uh, was a professor and retired from Michigan State, he um, he got his he got his master's degree from U of I, and so that it was still very special to him that I that I uh, that I did this. So when you got your offer, I mean, like I saw your video to you know earlier in the day, you know, and you know when you made your announcement, which I've never seen before, it was kind of classy how you went on the school announcement and made that official the reaction that I, you know, I saw from people around you. Um, I think that's great because a lot of people who don't really consider Illinois a powerhouse, whether it be football, basketball, volleyball, whatever, because it's in their state. And Coach Bielema is doing a wonderful job of rebuilding and he's putting the the, the uh, perfect players in the right position to help him succeed. And I knew from my understanding, you know, that they really wanted you and that they pursued you pretty hard. What was that recruitment process like from you, and what is your, what were your thoughts on on the coaches? So it's been a phenomenal um, phenomenal ride from the start of March uh, to now, and so because I started my recruitment with U of I, I started the visits and all that stuff with U of I, and so um, it's crazy to think that I'm back where I started, but at the same time, I had this massive journey to realize that I need to stay home. Uh, so it's just been something that I never thought personally I would go through. 
I grew up playing soccer and uh, a swimmer. Swimming was a huge part of my life. And that's what we originally thought I would go to college for. And for me to do this, to say that I'm going to be uh, that I that not only that I am, but I'm going to be a Big Ten player. Um, it's it's surreal. And it's uh, it's something uh, that little old me would have never guessed. When did you actually start? like noticing how good you were at kicking. I know you said you played soccer and a lot of kickers and punters, you know, they, you know, they do play soccer, but when did you notice and say, Hey, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. Was it other coaches or did you see something in yourself? Oh, it was a lot to do with my coaches that I uh, started out with at uh, university high school, coach John Johnson, and then coach Ryan Hoffman. Those two coach John Johnson was my head coach. And Ryan Hoffman has uh, been my special teams coach from the start, and he's stayed with me uh, throughout this journey. Those two, I, I give the biggest thanks to um, for believing in me, one, and for letting me know that if this is something that I feel that I can do, I, I, need, to, I need to pursue it. And when, uh, when I was told that I have the potential to play college football, I realized I needed to, I needed to focus on that. And so I, I quit soccer after my freshman year to play uh, football and to uh, dedicate my time to playing to playing football and punting and kicking. Let me ask you this, and it's okay to just say how you really feel because, you know, I don't want you to be modest, but how good are you in your opinion? In my opinion, I – that – <laughs> I this is, this is a hard question for me to answer because I, uh, I give thanks to my mother for this uh, and my, my father for raising me, but uh, I just – I've, I was raised to, to stay humble and stay modest. So it's, it's a hard question to answer. Um, I, I was been told to, told to uh, uh, give credit to the other people. Uh, so, I mean, I view myself as a very good, very good punter. And I, I, I believe I am a D1 FBS starter. I believe I'm at that level personally. And I, yeah. I, I go at it with the mindset that um, nobody's going to outwork me. I, uh, you could punt better. You could run faster. You could be smarter. Um, but personally, I go at it with the mindset that no one will outwork me. Well, so that's kind of how I that's, that's very, how I would answer that question. Well, that's a very very intelligent um, answer, and I appreciate that. I did have a chance to talk to your mom today. Her name is Becky, right? Yes. I had a chance to talk to her today, and I can see why the way you are. And I get it, you know, because it's hard for people to say, hey, you know, I'm really good. And, you know, and there's a difference between being cocky and arrogant. You know, I really think so. And the reason I brought that up is because this – you getting a scholarship offer, and this has nothing to do with the University of Illinois. I mean this from a national standpoint. A lot of colleges do not offer special teams players, kickers, and punters scholarships. And, you know, Illinois has done two of them. You know, there's going to be two kids, you know, in the class of 23 that receive scholarships. What is your thought process on that? Because I think that's huge. And I'm going to tell you, not because I'm doing this interview. When I first found out years ago that, you know, punters and kickers didn't receive scholarships, I almost fell over because to me, they win and lose games for you. You know, a game could be won by just one person's leg and, you know, and where you can put the ball, where you place it, if you can kick field goals. And, you know, there's not a one-point game or two-point games and game-winning field goals. So what is your thought process on getting a scholarship? Because a lot of players, not just at the Big Ten, but the SEC and everywhere else, um, don't have scholarships or, or didn't get scholarships. So, yes, the, the excitement that went through my body um, when, I, when I heard those words was I, – I don't even know how to explain it. 
it's uh, it's been a dream of mine to play college football and to to say that I've I've received scholarships for that is something that I've I've personally feel I've worked so hard for that it I, I cried uh, I mean and I'm sure we'll be doing a little bit of that tonight with my parents and my uh, with my family <laughs> here soon um, because I mean I, I'm able to tell my mother that I, I did it and I, I did it for her I did it for my family. Um, so just being able to being able to say that me as a as a punter has gotten a scholarship is something that um, it's just I'm beyond excited. It's some it's just I, I I'm sorry I feel like I keep getting redundant with these answers, but it's just I, mean, I don't know how else to say it other than it's just it's surreal. No, it's, it, it's it's starting to settle in now, especially starting to realize that this is something that not it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen a lot, um, and I'm I'm able to say that I'm part of it. I, I agree with you, and I'm gonna tell you. I mean, I this sounds really bad. And I don't, you know, I don't want to make this a big mush fest, but I, I, I get kind of goosebumps just hearing you say that because you know it, it's hard. It is very difficult for kids to get scholarships, and there are so many kids out there all over the country who are playing travel sports, and parents are spending all this money, and and they're doing all these things, and then their kids don't have a chance to make it. So I get it because I was one of those parents. And that's why, you know, you know, this hits home to me as well. Another thing you said to me earlier today that I just thought was huge. And it told me what kind of person you are because Brett Bielema, you know, the only model is family and they want guys that are, that are on campus that are who want to be a part of that family. And you made a comment today about, you know, this is big for your community and not just because you're the only. So can you elaborate what you meant by that? Uh, what From what I was saying this morning, you mean? Yeah, about, about it being for your community. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, so, yes, this has been um, – I, I feel that this is bigger than just me. Um, this is bigger than just my family. Um, I, I do what I do to benefit my community to benefit the younger generation because I know that there are kids in El Paso that look up to me and I, I need to play that leader. I need to play that role model um, to tell them that this is something they can do as well. They just need to, they just need to, to have that focus, to have that drive to do it. And they can, I fully believe that anybody can achieve whatever they want to achieve. And so for me to, especially for being where I live, uh, having El Paso be a U of I town, um, there, I know there's so many families that um, are ecstatic that I'm, I've done this and I know that I can, I can personally make an impact on some, some of the younger generation uh, by doing this. And I've, that's what I fully plan to do. It's bigger than just me. It's it, I do this for, for the people around me. Wow. Again, another great quote. Um, and I can, I, and I, I appreciate that. Let me ask you, um, I want to change gears here. You went to game Saturday and um Last year, Illinois played Virginia, and they just got ran off the field. What was your thoughts on the game itself and the environment and the coaches and um, just the whole big game day experience? What was that like for you? So that was mostly what sold me is just seeing what it's like on game day. Um, it, there's, I mean, there's nothing like it. What, what Coach Bielema is doing with the whole um, motto of family uh, is it's shown. It's shown uh, with how they play how they treat each other, uh, how the fans react. And so to see, to see them come together like that and win, um, I know that they, they, they personally think that there's a lot to work on, which, I mean, there's always something you got to work on. Uh, but to be able to come out like they did 
um, they did this Saturday, seeing what they what they went through last year against them was something that I I love I love to watch it. I love that because uh, you see the joy on all the players' faces that they didn't have last year, and so seeing that is just something that sold me um, with how just how the fans react, how the how the how the life is like there. I just I I absolutely love it there. It was great. Were you able to get a chance to, you know, uh, go into the locker room before halftime or after the game at all? So we went in after the game and that was uh, it was very fun, uh, especially to see how to see all the all their all their smiling faces. I mean, it kind of sounds cheesy to say, it, but um, I mean, it's it's something that these kids will remember for a very long time and they, they should. Well, you know what? I've had a chance to um, last year, Coach Bielema invited the media to go through the locker room and and the facility. Um, can you tell the the listeners out there what your thoughts were on the facilities? And I know the locker room to me, I was just in awe. I mean, I and I know you visited a couple of the places or had other offers, but you know, can you tell us what you thought of the locker room and the facilities? The facilities are top notch. In my opinion, I absolutely I'm a big weight room guy. I plan to uh, go into the kinesiology field with strength and conditioning. And so to uh, to be able to be in there and witness and just. Just feel the presence of all of it, like it's just it's it's amazing. Like It's truly amazing how uh, how these how these kids and how I will eventually be able to be a part of it and be a be fortunate enough to use those facilities because not everybody gets that chance. And U of I's facilities are, they're, I, they're just, they're beyond belief. Like you, you wouldn't believe it by just walking in until you walk in there. You have to see it. And e- even just by photos, you can see how crazy they are in, in a good way, obviously. Right. But it's one of the things that where when you go there and actually walk through them, you see them for yourself. It's just, it's unreal. It's unreal how, how, nice they are to have an entire building just for just for your sport to have personal trainers just for your sport to have your own weight room locker room and then the locker room too uh because it's shaped like an eye yeah it is so that that was that was very cool to very cool to learn and seeing the atmosphere of the locker room because i mean there's there's a there's something to be said about how the how the players interact in the locker room and seeing that was was uh very I'm trying to figure out how, to, how do I say this. Um, it was surreal, probably for you. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't, I don't like how I keep saying surreal, but I mean, that's how, that's how it is. No, you know what? You should be happy. You know, you know, this is a special moment for you, and and I can tell you, this is very genuine. I mean, you know, this isn't something that's fake, and 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 I'm sure the people who are listening to this, you know, they're going to appreciate that. Um, did you visit? Miami at all, or, or, or my am, am I mistaking that, or no? No, you're not. I did. Uh, this summer, I went. Uh, I went down there in the end of spring, and then I went out there in the in June. How? What, what was that experience like for you? That was. I mean, this whole this whole journey, uh, especially especially with Miami too. It's all just been something I I never imagined myself being a part of and doing, and so just to be in the presence of the the coaches there the players the the legacy behind the schools uh all of that it's been it's been something that i I will never forget 
Well, good. You know, now, look, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you going to graduate this December, and are you planning to go on campus, be on campus in January to start right away? I do plan on uh, graduating early and being on campus in in, uh, in January. Uh, my my school, uh, Pastor Gridley, has been they've been great about helping me with getting this process going, and we uh we're we're doing that at pretty much as we speak. Sorry for noise in the background. No, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, but yes, uh, we we are we're in the process of getting that all set up right now, and so yes, I I plan on being there uh this winter. Okay, my last question for you is this: When you get on campus in January. What is, I mean, obviously academics, I know that, I know that's important. What is your mindset and what is your number one goal when you get to campus as a football player for the University of Illinois? What, what, what's your one goal or, or a couple goals? Um, you know, I haven't thought about that. Um, I'd say my goal is just to, I mean, a big thing will be academics, especially. I, I'm going to prioritize that, especially uh, because I want to make sure that um, I, uh, Stay with your academics. Uh, yes. So I, I, I want to, yes, I want to, I want to get acclimated with that. And cause the whole, I think the whole purpose of me going there early is not just to get part, to get with the football team and do, um, do all the things with that, but I want to get acclimated with the college life so that when the season does roll around, I'm not frantically trying to get assignments done, get due dates, uh, on basically get on top of due dates and all that stuff. So I don't want to be so stressed with that. Not saying I won't, because I mean college is hard. This is I'm choosing the hard route, but I I personally believe it's the best decision for me. But I want to do what I can in the in the winter in the spring so that I can prepare myself. And so are I'd you, say that's the goal, just to prepare myself. Are you going there? I know you're a team player because I've I've asked and talked to a number of people. Are you going there with the mindset to win a job? I mean, yes. Um, I of course want to do if they if they want me to uh, be the guy. I I believe that I I can and will be the guy. But at the same time, I'm gonna do whatever they need me to do, and I'll I'll if that whatever that is, however that benefits the team, I'm all for it. Well, hey, I want to thank you. I know this has been you know a lot for you today. It's been a big experience, and I know you want to be with your family. Um, tonight and I again I truly appreciate this and you know I've done this and every time I do this I get excited because um, I get to meet a new kid and a new student athlete who truly is happy and glad to to want to be a, a fighting line I, I know the fan base out there is crazy and I'm sure you've probably seen that on Twitter and I mean that in a positive way they love the University of Illinois sports and you know, I know, you know, when you commit it, I saw social media today and people were just excited, partly because you committed and you could have went somewhere else, but also your talent and how good you are. The benefit for doing this podcast is they get to hear what kind of person you are. And this is one of the reasons I love my job, because I get to talk to kids and from a recruiting standpoint. And again, you know, tip your hat to your parents because they've done a remarkable job. And I wish you all nothing but the best when you get there on campus. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, inviting me on to this. This is, this is an honor. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, fans, this is the end of Kedge Recruiting Roundup. Um, you can go to IlliniGuys.com for more information on, on the world of recruiting, um, message boards. We cover all sports at the University of Illinois. And, again, thank you very much, and I appreciate it, and have a good evening.